Second String Podcast, new episode, new week, new slate, new, new, new. Um, this is Wednesday, April 2021, 20, 21, I think, April 21. Um, we're back, we're back, got some shit going on at the house today, loud noises, so we're back in the car studio, I don't know, I still, I never listen to these because I hate the sound of my voice. Uh, literally drives me nuts. One of my least favorite things in the world. So I never listen to these. So I don't actually really know if there's a huge difference in the audio quality between when I do it in my car with the Apple earbuds versus when I'm like all set up and I have the legit microphone in my computer. I actually don't know if there's a huge sound difference. I assume there is because like I'm using a legit microphone the other times versus these probably cost Apple a dollar to make fucking earbuds. Probably terrible microphone, I would imagine. What I have listened to, I've listened to like the clip to make sure it sounds normal and it does. And then I kind of just go on my way. But whatever. Here, here we are. We're back in the car studio. Loud noises at home. Hope everyone had a nice little weekend having a good start to your week. Obviously, short week this week as far as the podcasts go. This one's going to come out on Wednesday. And then we'll do Thursday, Friday. Nothing earlier in the week. I don't know. Just wasn't feeling it. I don't know what to say. Ta- yeah, I mean, probably on me. Just wasn't feeling it, though. Um, well, Sundays I was hungover. Sunday I was hungover. That's a classic. And plus, generally on Sundays, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really feel like doing anything. You know me. If you've been following along, if you're an avid listener, I usually start Tuesday and release one every day till Friday. Nothing on Tuesday this week, though. I just wasn't feeling it on Monday. I just wasn't feeling it. I don't know what to tell you. It was very strange. I know I've done... I did an episode once before, maybe like a month or two ago, where I... I, Same thing. I like either... I only did like one or two episodes in the week. Like I fucking slacked big time. Maybe I, maybe it was a three episode week, but regardless, it was it wasn't the usual four or five, and I did an episode just kind of talking about, you know, being like God, I just wasn't feeling it, being unmotivated. That was me yesterday. Just had zero, zero motivation really to do anything except for lay in my bed. Honestly, didn't have motivation to do jack shit. So the time came, just you know, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Plus two. My podcast, the episode Friday, if you haven't listened to the most recent episode on Friday, Electric, one of my favorite ones I've done in a long time. I thought, you know, the subject matter was there. I thought I brought the heat. I thought it was pretty funny, pretty interesting topics. Great episode. So part of my thinking yesterday too, or Monday, and not doing one for Tuesday was, all right, I still have the one from Friday. I feel like the, the episodes that come out on the Fridays generally get less attention just because they come out on the Friday. I don't actually know if that's true. I haven't really sat down and looked at the data. I think that's kind of how it goes. Cause people on Friday, it's like, Oh, you're listening to music. Cause it's Friday or, you know, you're off work a little early cause it's Friday, this or that's happening. Cause it's Friday. And I feel like they never get the same attention. And then the weekend comes and goes and you forget about it and probably don't go back and listen to it. And certainly if there's a new episode, you're probably not going back to listening and listening to it. So I wanted to get that Friday, like give the Friday one the first day of the new week, if that makes sense. Give it another cycle for people that hadn't listened to it, especially because I thought it was such a good episode. Um, And then it kind of played into the whole, I just 
for some, whatever reason, just don't feel like doing anything today. It kind of worked out that way where it's all right. I don't want to do it today. So I'm not going to, and in the place we'll put out one of the better episodes I've done yet for people to listen to. So in a way, a win-win also not really a win-win, but in my head, once I explain it and clarify everything to you, like I just did kind of a win-win. So I'll take it. Not really sure though what the deal was with the unmotivation. I had one of those days where literally, and it these does not happen to me very frequently these days. I had one of those days where I did not want to do anything else except just lay in my bed. Like I was just completely exhausted. Probably a little bit had to do with the weekend, just not sleeping enough over the weekend. Probably sure. Um, but again, still usually like by Monday, I'm pretty like, fuck it. Let's get back to work. I'm good to go. I don't know. I don't know if it was just lack of sleep or just like one of those days. I feel like, so I said I had one of those days, um, maybe a month or two ago. I feel like once a month or so, like I'm good for one of those days where it's just, I don't, it could be a day during the week. It could be a weekend. It could be whatever. Once a month, I'm good for one of those days where it's like, I just don't feel like doing anything today. I don't feel like working out. Although, shout out to me, I did work out yesterday. Shout out to me, I still fucking showed up. Man hours, hardest worker in the room. Shout out to The Rock. But I, I, I'm good for one of those days where I don't want to do anything. I don't want to, like, stand. I don't want to do physical exertion. I don't want to go on my phone. I don't want to talk to anybody. I, I just, one of those days. Like, I just kind of want to lay down and recharge the batteries. That's what it was. That's all I did. I just kind of laid around, slept. That And honestly, that was pretty much it. Watched a little bit of television, watched the Red Wings. Like, I just didn't feel like doing anything. Um, not very frequent. Weird that it happens, too. My parents were like, are you sick? Are you feeling okay? I'm like, yeah, I feel, I feel fine. I'm just gassed. I'm just exhausted. I don't feel like doing anything. And again, doesn't happen very frequently. Like, usually during the week, I'm very good about, all right, it's Monday again. You had your fun. You had the couple days over the weekend where you didn't do shit. It's Monday. Fucking time to go to work. Because Friday, Friday night, hanging out. Saturday, Sunday, just hanging out. So usually I'm good about the time Monday rolls around. It's like, all right. All right. You had your fun. Now time to earn the next weekend. Now you got to earn the next weekend. Usually I'm pretty good about locking back in. In the podcast, too, I always fucking say it. One of the more cliche things I always say. But when I do an episode after a weekend, like let's say I'll record on Thursday for the Friday episode and then I record Monday for the Tuesday episode, I'm like chomping at the bit usually to get back in there and record for those Mondays. I am. Usually I can't wait to get going because it, I always say it. I'm like, oh, it feels like I haven't done this in a week even though it's been three days. Usually I have a bunch of shit that's happened over the weekend that I'm excited to talk about. Usually I start the week off with a sports episode. Obviously last week, that Friday, we did a lot of sports, so I kind of covered that as far as this week. But usually there's shit I want to talk about. It feels like I haven't done it in a while, so I'm excited to do it again. Like, it's been, I've been too far, too far away from my baby. Also, too, I'm one of those people... Don't get me wrong, I love the weekend. I love going out and hanging out with my friends and doing shit and... You know, having some beers, partaking in some festivities where it's like you're just kind of hanging out, having a good time. Love it. Absolutely love it. Great time. I love a good Saturday. But 
on the flip side, I also, too, at least maybe more recently, maybe because of the quarantine and there's, like, not a ton going on, maybe this is affecting my attitude towards it. I don't know. I'm also someone where, like, by the time Sunday rolls around, by the time the weekend's over, I'm also like, all right, I'm ready to not do that shit anymore for a, for a couple of days. Like, I'm ready to not even consider alcohol for a couple of days. I'm ready to not stay up past 11, 1130 for a few days. I'm ready to like go to the gym for a few days. You know what I'm saying? By the time Sunday rolls around and the weekend ends, I've become more and more like, all right, I'm kind of actually glad the week is here because I'm, I want to do hard stuff. You know what I'm saying? I would like to work. I would like to earn some cash. I would like to be productive. I would like to go to the gym and get active. I would like to, you know, go to bed before 2 a.m., things like that. Like, I I kind of, again, I love the weekend, and I'm sure some of it has something to do with quarantine, and I'm not living it up every weekend because of that. But I think just age and, like, all right, now I've been, you know, you've been experiencing weekends since your senior year of high school kind of thing where it's to the point a little bit where one, the week I like the weekend. It's here. It comes, it goes. And then by Monday again, I'm like, all right, cool. I had the couple days for myself to do whatever I wanted to not worry about anything and just do fun stuff for a couple days. Now it's like, all right, let me stop being a fat ass and eating M&Ms all day. Let me go run a couple laps at the gym. Let me put up a couple jump shots, get a few rebounds, burn some of that pizza off. Yeah eat healthy, have a piece of salmon for the love of God. Like I'm ready to get back to that. So here we are. Couldn't explain though Monday though. Not really sure why I was gassed. Just one of those days, one one of those days, every once in a while, everybody has them too. I think it was just sleep. Honestly, I don't really know, but you have one of those days where you don't feel like doing shit. And I love podcasting. I love thinking of stupid stuff to talk about and trying to make it entertaining. I love talking about Detroit sports and making that entertaining and giving my takes. I love doing this. I really do. Which is kind of the surprising thing. Like when those days come. Where I'm sitting there like. Oh man I really don't feel like. I just don't feel like it today. Because then I do it like right now. And I'm having a good time. And I'm like oh. that's Why didn't I do this yesterday? I like doing this. Just one of those days. Can't explain it. Whatever. I think part of it too. Not a ton to talk about. At least that I can see right now. Like I said that. Um. That episode I did Friday, a lot of Detroit sports stuff in there. And since then, all that's happened is the Red Wings lost in a shootout yesterday. And the Tigers got swept by Oakland. So, not really anything great to talk about. I guess the Pistons are looking good. Not anything great to talk about, though, Detroit sports-wise. Nothing new MSU-wise either. Although, actually, there is some news. What am I fucking saying? Oh, what am I saying, brother? How did I not lead the show with this? Foster Lawyer over the weekend announces he's going to transfer out of the Michigan State basketball program. He screams Oakland University Golden Grizzly to me. He screams backup point guard for OU and Greg Campy and the program they got in Auburn Hills. <laughs> That's what he screams to me. God knows where he'll end up. Um... I don't want to rag on the guy. Like, everyone always is like, oh, don't talk shit about college players. They're only, like, they're kids. I'm all, I'm just graduated college. I'm 23. Like, I'm barely removed from MSU. I also went to school with this guy. Saw him at the bar many times. Like, I'm, I feel like he's kind of my peer. 
rather than, oh, I'm talking shit about some kid who can't defend himself. I don't, also, I don't really care. I'm just going to talk about, like, it just is what it is. Nothing against the guy, but um, there's, like, no way he goes to a Power 5 conference, right? There's just no chance, I feel. Like, he just isn't good. I, I hate to say it, although I don't really hate to say it. He just isn't good at basketball, right? Like, can we all agree? Well, I don't even care. You could be Foster Lawyer's dad, and it's at some point it's like, all right, come on, man. Like, he doesn't belong in the Big Ten. Come on. I know you're the tooth fairy for him. You're Santa Claus. You change the kids' diapers. But you and I both know he does not belong at Michigan State. Long time coming. Long time coming. The thing that fascinates me most. So now lawyer's out. Kithier's transferring to Valparaiso. Valparaiso, dude. We had a guy. We're Michigan State. We're like as a top six program in the country. Perennial powerhouse. We're Michigan State. Like we mean something in college basketball. And we were given big time minutes to a guy who we'll see if he even plays at Valparaiso. Oh my God. What are we doing, man? It's it, it's very reminiscent of the all the Michigan State football transfers. What well, this offseason everybody starts going rocky. It's like Northern Illinois, Akron, Ohio University. It's like, wait a second. All these guys that were playing for Michigan State in the Big Ten against Ohio State, against Michigan, against Penn State, all these guys now are going to like the Sun Belt Conference or the MAC or the Mid like, wait. We just had a bunch of non-power five guys playing for us. That's what that's what it looks like at, at the the basketball team. Except the difference is that football is like, yeah, that's the level D'Antonio was recruiting at. Basketball, we should not be transferring out guys to go play in, in group of five conferences. Valparaiso, who the fu- where is that? Indiana, I think, right? Who God knows their mascot. No, half the people listening to this haven't even heard of Valparaiso. Our starting center at times this season is transferring to Valparaiso. Like Michigan State basketball is an institution that's at the level, or at least should be at the level. When guys say, "Oh, I'm leaving, I'm leaving MSU, I'm transferring," who wants me? The only calls they should get are from Power Five schools. Like, oh my God, we get to we get a chance at a Michigan State basketball player. Yeah, pick up the phone. It shouldn't be, oh, Central Michigan's interested. Like, honestly, if Foster Lawyer, we played teams this year. We played teams. We played OU. We played Detroit Mercy. We played, they're still Division One. yes. I don't know what conference. I don't think Oakland's in the back. I don't know what conference either of them are in. They're Division One, but we played those teams. They had guys that. If Foster Lawyer was competing with them for a spot, Antoine Davis at UDM, um, that I think his name's Jalen Terry from OU, Foster Lawyer's not even sniffing those guys. He's not even sniffing those guys, let alone like pushing for a spot. Those guys, Foster shows up to open gym and those guys start laughing. They're like, Coach, what? I don't. I'm not even worried about my spot. Like. We're not planning on him backing me up, are we, coach? That's what they say. No offense, but, I mean, kind of hard to say no offense when I'm just ripping on the guy. 
like Foster Lawyer, I'm not even certain is at that level. It's a good thing he's gone. I'm happy he's gone. Again, nothing against him. Seemed like a great coach, too. Also, that run, once he went out, State went on that run at the end of the year. Sure, you could say it's because he wasn't in the lineup. But flip side, you could also say it's because he's the best player coach Tom Izzo's ever seen, had, or had the pleasure of working with. I kind of wish, honestly, I was hoping Foster, the ideal situation was he was going to retire from basketball and just be a player coach. I don't know how that would have worked, like scholarship, him playing, I don't know, like being in school still. I don't know how any of that would have worked. My ideal scenario was he he retires from basketball and would have been a player coach and helped Izzo because I guess the guy's just got an incredible mind for the game. I know his dad's a former NBA coach or still is an NBA coach or whatever, so that checks out. But he just couldn't play at MSU. He just couldn't play at MSU. I mean, it was obvious. He, he had a couple moments this year, and by God, he would love to take a charge for Izzo. No one can argue that. But just as a point guard, playing defense, playing offense, it was so apparent. Like, this guy, I nothing against him. Like, he can work his ass off all he wants, study the offense, work on predicting defensive rotations. I don't know, like, what else you can do mentally to just become a better mental basketball player. But at the end of the day, it was like, bro, you're 5'9", you weigh 140 pounds, you're slow, you can't jump. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's what it was. That's what it was. At the end of the day, that's what it was. And honestly, this is going to be a crazy thing for me to say because obviously Foster Lawyer would fucking roast anybody. He did roast anybody that played Division One basketball in the state of Michigan. But it, it, it got to the point at state where you'd watch him play. And I would, you know, my friends and I would have the conversation like, I don't even get, I know this, I acknowledge this is dumb and doesn't make any sense. But we'd have the conversation where it's like, I don't get how this dude was torching kids in high school. Like some of our friends from high school that were really good at basketball, that foster lawyer indeed did torch while he was at Clarkston. We'd have the conversation where it's like, oh, I think our buddy could guard him. Where it's like, well, they played and Foster got 35 on him. But that's like the level of disparity in the talent got to. We're, we're watching him and like, dude, how did, he, how did he even do this in high school? So, in short, again, no offense, but, I mean, can I don't know how I'm supposed to say no offense when I'm just ripping on the guy. No offense. Con, I mean, glad he's gone. Probably overdue. Like, he just didn't belong. It was evident. It was apparent. He just wasn't Division One point guard. Is what it is. No hard feelings. Hope he plays well wherever he goes. Um... The last thing, the thing that I'm most curious about, because it's the two ugly ducklings, it's the two most apparent guys, where they just had moment after moment of, like, this guy doesn't belong in Kithier and Lawyer. I'm very curious to know how it all went down. Like, if Tom Izzo sat him down and went, hey, guys, like, was it A, you gotta go, you gotta transfer, like, I can't, I fucking can't hold roster spots, for you guys when I got guys trying to come in, like can't do it. Or was it, hey guys, you can come back, but you're not going to play at all. You can come back. If you want to, you can come back, but you're going to get a minute a game. 
I'd highly recommend transferring. Like how, how or was it just on their own? They were like they kind of saw they read the tea leaves. They're like, oh, I kind of stink. I'm not going to play. I'm just going to transfer. I, I feel like Izzo. It had to be one of the first two options where, to some degree, Izzo's got to be like, all right, like Foster. Thank you for your service. I got to be real with you though. Like you're. I mean, it's fucking over. Like it's your story at MSU's over. You should. If you want to play, if you want to grow as a player, fucking what else? I don't know what he said. But if you want to play basketball, you got to go somewhere else. It's not going to be here. Like, I got to believe there was some degree of Izzo kind of like pushing him out the door. But I'd be interested to know what degree. Was it a, you, you're leaving, like not even a discussion? Or was it a, I highly suggest you leave? Or did they just go on their own? I'm very curious to know. Regardless... Good move for MSU. Now we got two free uh, spots. Imani Bates, brother. When are you going to reclassify? Stop fucking playing blue balls with us. Stop teasing us. When are you going to reclassify, my friend? Bring it. Bring it. Need it. Need Imani Bates. I imagine the podcast that day, just across my timeline, Imani Bates announces he's reclassifying and it's coming to MSU in the fall. I'll fucking blow a wire. I'll blow a gasket. It's going to be biblical the level of excitement on this podcast. So foster lawyer out the, the really the only big sports news of the weekend that I can think of. Yeah, that's all I got as far as sports. Um, quick break. I don't know. I was gonna, I, it's already been 20 minutes. I wanted to talk about Narcos cause I've been so addicted. I've been so addicted to the show Narcos, but I may have to save it for tomorrow now because I feel like, again, that's another subject. I'll just do fucking 30 minutes on if you're not careful. I'll do it. I don't care. Nobody's going to stop me. Um, so, yeah, quick break. We'll talk about events of the weekend. Just a couple things. Like the Askren-Jake Paul fight, I guess I'll just give my thoughts. Um, and then I get there's some Twitter Lakers person who's catfishing everyone. I I don't know. A quick break. We'll do a few more minutes. Call it a day. <laughs> Also, one other reason, one other thing I meant to say in that first segment, um, probably has something to do. It's fucking snowing right now. It's literally snowing. It's April. I'm recording this on April 20th, 420 brother, doobie brothers. It's snowing. So that, that blows. It's snowing. Why is it snowing? God damn it. Why is it snowing? I was doing these podcasts when MSU was making that run, beating Illinois, beating Ohio State, that shit was like the end of February. And it was like 50 degrees and sunny. I haven't seen the sun in a week, and it's snowing right now. Why? It's about to be May. May is the official month where mentally I'm like, oh, it's summer now. I know April's not great. I know it's not great. I know it rains and precipitates. That's a word for you. A fair amount in April. We're 10 days? 10 days out from the month that in my brain marks the beginning of summer? My birthday month where it's, in in my mind, any given day it's going to be 70 and sunny. We're 10 days away and it's it's snowing today? In February it was 50 and sunny and it's snowing. Two thirds of the way through April, I haven't seen the sun in a week. That I think also, to be honest, usually I'm pretty good. Like I'm not a big. I know there are a lot of people are definitely 
I'm always in a better mood when it's sunny and nice out. Who fucking isn't? But I'm pretty good about not, like, being dependent on the weather for a mood. Oh, man. The last week, it's been, like, 45, 50 degrees and cloudy, I feel like, every single day. Sucks. After it was so sunny and so nice for a while there, it has been very dreary and gloomy, and it sucks ass. Probably has a little something to do with just feeling unmotivated yesterday. Sunday turning into Monday. The weather's been ass. Ah, just didn't feel it. All week it's supposed to be like this too until like Friday. And then 60 and sunny Friday, thank God. But dude, it is April 20th and it's snowing. It was February 20th and it was like 50 and sunny. I remember that. I remember doing those MSU Hoops podcasts being like, dude, we get winner, we get do or die Michigan State basketball and... It's nice as hell outside in February. Like, this is the apex of my life. So that blows. Um, anyways, only news really over the weekend. Like, I, I was going to do Narcos, but I have so much I could just go forever. Um, I'm going to do that either tomorrow or Friday. Got a couple things, actually. In the, I mean, Lions, NFL draft is a week from Thursday. So you can bet your ass next week sometime there will be a fully comprehensive Lions draft breakdown coming out. You can bet your ass. Um, but we'll save the Narcos talk for a different day this week. Jake Paul fights Ben Askren. I guess didn't watch it, didn't care to watch it. Um, I do kind of – I did enjoy all the pre-fight. Jake Paul I don't love. I feel like he's super corny. Like I get what he's doing with the whole – he's pretty much just like a Connor ripoff where he just talks a bunch of shit and makes fun of the guy he's fighting. Um which is whatever, I guess. Everyone's got their line. I feel like he's not funny, though, is the issue. <laughs> from the from the the minimal pre-fight, like, interviews or just clips, or when they'd weigh in and Jake Paul would, quote-unquote, run in to Ben Askren randomly and just start talking shit. Never really thought he was funny. Always thought, like, him talking shit to Askren. I get what he's doing. He's trying to, you know, sell the fight. He's trying to be a doucher. People are like, oh, man, this guy really hates it. They hate each other. Like, this fight's going to be crazy. He's trying to sell the fight. I respect it. I get what he's doing. Problem is, he's not great at it, I don't think. I just don't think he's very funny. And all of his chirps against Ben, I was like, ah, just feels very, like I said, corny, very forced. Like, that was the beautiful thing about Connor is Connor was like, oh, man, this guy's just so naturally witty. And he's just effortlessly funny while mocking people. Jake Paul, it's like, man, this dude is just trying so hard to be, like, in your face, the bad guy. Ugh. I don't know. Just wasn't great. And then Ben Askren on the flip side proved it in the ring, but during all the pre-fight stuff, too, was very much so laissez-faire, like, whatever. It's like, eh, Jake Paul, I get he's trying to sell the fight. I don't really care. That was kind of Ben Askren's whole attitude. It was like, eh, whatever, we'll see, I don't care. Like, just, well, whatever. And then he proved it there in the fight. He got knocked out fucking instantly. He looked fat. No, I mean, which, we don't fat shame here, so I guess respect. But 99.9% of legit boxers I've seen in my life have not been fat. So him looking fat, definitely a bit of a red flag. If, you're, if you were a Ben Askren better and he came out and he has the belly rolls and the tummy rolls on the side, you're probably like, oh, man, what have you been doing, Ben? Like, you've known about this fight for half a year now and you're fucking fat? What are you t- – what, Ben? Did you train? And he didn't, obviously, or very minimally. 
his his attitude in the pre-fight of being like, whatever, dude. Like, yeah, we'll, we're going to fight. If he's good, he might win. If he's bad, I'm going to beat him. Ben Askren pretty much took what he was. His, he took his baseline level of boxing, and he didn't say, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to make sure I win. He said, look, if Jake Paul's better than this, I'll lose. If he's worse, I'll beat him. All right, and we'll roll the dice. I don't really give a shit either way because I'm getting paid either way and relevance. I think that was the other thing I watched uh, or I listened to Ben Askren. He went on impulsive with Logan Paul, and I listened to him. And he was, like, pretty funny, actually. Like, his whole his whole thing, like, he wasn't over-the-top douchebag guy like Jake Paul. He was kind of like, yeah, we'll see what happens. And he kind of was self-deprecating and making fun of himself. He was pretty funny. Kind of like, oh, I actually kind of like Askren. Kind of, especially when you compare him to the Jake Paul character, who's just an asshat. You're like, oh, Ben's kind of, you know, this guy's kind of a clown. Like, he, he's aware of what he's doing. Um, I enjoyed Ben. I liked them on it. So, to see him get his ass whooped and, like, not care, now it's like, what? These celebrity fights, Joe, what's his name? Jose Kinsenko just did it, too. It's like, what? These guys just get paid and then take a loss? Like, lose instantly? Ben Askren was all smiles after the fight, too. His wife and him looked like they just won the lottery. (laughs) He didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck. Any serious fighting where he cared about wins and losses and cared about his reputation and cared about what happened in the ring. He already did all that in the UFC. He's already lived that life. This fight, he was like, all right, I'll get kind of famous, whatever. Like, I don't know if he's got a podcast or whatever. Gain some followers, sell more product, whatever. Gain a little bit of notoriety. Oh, and I'll just make a shit ton of money from the fight itself. And I just won't train at all. I'll get punched once and, and, you know, that'll be that. I think, I don't know if he necessarily took a dive like he just called it because that punch that puts him down, Jake Paul fucking clocked his ass. But then the issue with it, the, the clip surface where I can't remember who Askren's fighting in the UFC, but they're on the ground. And obviously the UFC gloves are essentially bare knuckle compared to the boxing gloves. The guy's just feeding him shots to the face, like fucking spoon-feeding the guy. Punches to the mouth, and Ben Askren's just fine, and it's like, oh, my, wait a second. You're just eating fists, bare fists, like 30 of them, and one box boxing punch puts you down, Ben, and wobbled you forever? Like, that's a little, you know, that doesn't add up, Ben. So I do think at some point it's like, ah, Ben probably, you know, He got punched. He was like, this isn't, I don't really like getting punched. I didn't train for this. I don't care if I win or lose. I'm going to get paid regardless. Let's call it a day. And you know what? I kind of respect it. I kind of respect it because I would have done the same thing. No, I would have probably, I would have probably never taken the fight, to be honest. I hate fighting. Although if they, I I probably would have taken the fight because I don't know how much he made, but it's probably a shit ton of money. So when they, whenever Jake Paul said, I'll pay you this, like, five mil. Or I don't know how much they made. I would have been like, oh, okay, I'll fight fucking Muhammad Ali, RIP. I'd fight anybody for that kind of money. So I guess that makes sense. Um, <laughs> so I guess that makes sense. But, but, 
I kind of respect that. Like, I'd go in there, too. Jake Paul was like, dude, I'll give you a million bucks to fight me. I'd, I'd probably train. I probably wouldn't show up being fat. I'd probably train and be like, all right, let me try to at least. If I don't beat him, let me try to at least be competitive and not get injured. So let me, I'll train and prepare and, like, fucking, I'm getting paid a million bucks. What else am I going to do? May as well. I'd probably get my ass whooped. And if I did, I'd have no problem with it. Because guess what? Cha-ching! I'd be laughing all the way to the bank. But I would have no problem just getting my ass whooped for money against a YouTuber. Bro, you think Ben Askren cares? Like I said, anything he cared about is done. It's over. He re- the UFC's behind him. That's what he cared about. Fucking Olympic wrestling is what he cared about. You think he gives a shit about if he beats Jake Paul in a boxing match? Brother, he does not. He cares about his kids and making money, making tons of money, and not having the train to do so. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Congrats to Ben Askren. Also, side note, um, as of Friday, so I did the podcast on Friday. Great one. Ask about Doge. Haven't been contacted by anyone. I invested in Doge. I just need to put that out there. I have invested in Doge. It's been a wild ride so far. That thing goes up and down more than anything I've seen in my entire life. I am in Doge. Let's ride it to the moon. I just wanted to put it out there. I am officially essentially a co-worker of Elon Musk. I am essentially a co-worker of most people in the world. I'm essentially an astronaut working for NASA and designated to go to the moon. And I couldn't be happier about it. I couldn't be more excited. It's going to be a great day in a year when I come on and I'm like, I made a hundred grand off that one time I invested in Doge. I can't be, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. So here we are. Here we are, folks. Doge season. All right, that's all I got today. Kind of scatterbrained. Like I said, there's not a ton to talk about. Um, Obviously, the Foster thing, that kind of just came to me as I started talking about it. But nothing really in the sports world. As I said, next week, I will be doing, there's going to be a just balls deep Lions draft episode where it's nothing but Lions. That'll come next week. And then after that, and after the draft itself, we're kind of in no man's land. It's kind of just Tigers. Pistons and Red Wings running out the clock. And then, yeah, just Tigers. Um, so we're, I'm going to have to get creative. Probably going to be a lot more movie, a lot more TV show, a lot more random topic-related shit. Might me, might start doing more current event stuff. The problem is a lot of the current event stuff, it's like, like even the Jake Paul fight, it's like, I don't really care. Like, I know what happened, but it, I don't fucking care, really. So that's kind of tough. I don't know, though. We'll get creative. Still, we'll be doing three, four episodes a week. We'll make some jokes. We'll have fun. Appreciate everybody listening today. Uh, tomorrow, probably some confessions of a young professional. Probably some of that coming. And then I'm going to do Narcos tomorrow. We're gonna. I just got to go in on Narcos. Probably started the rewatch a week and a half ago. I'm already at the end of season two. I'm fucking obsessed with the show. Honestly, maybe one of my favorite. Well, it is one of my favorite shows upon the rewatch. Can't wait to talk about that tomorrow. Um, that's all I got today. As always, at next second string on Twitter, at the period second period string on Instagram, the second string Detroit at gmail.com. Appreciate everyone listening. Keep spreading the word, sharing the love. Talk to you guys tomorrow.